Welcome, everybody. This is Paul with the Discover It Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the visualization challenge. Uh, Ray is going to be doing the presentation. You want to go ahead and take it over, Ray? Yeah, thanks, Paul. Um, Tonight is going to be a a short one, but I think a powerful one and something we haven't done uh, quite like this before. But uh, so I want to talk briefly about visualization and uh, especially that point that uh, when I was listening to listening to some of Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza's material, he uh, talks a lot about meditation and manifestation. And to sum up some of his ideology that stood out to me is that we're always creating through uh, the power of visualization. It's just that we're so affected by our childhood conditioning or whatever strong influences we had on us while we were developing over so many years that we tend to reflect on that. It has a pull on our attention more than the unknown and the the yet to be discovered. So essentially we're always recreating to a large degree the past, and that's unless and until we're able to take the focus off of the past and what you think about your future and things like that. It all tends to be centered around past program conditioning. So there's very, there's very few, if any, I can't think of any ways that that can be done except for through meditation. We've talked about, I think to some extent, some visualization in the past and meditation in the past, but to simplify for most people that, are not familiar or like many people who try to meditate and they struggle. It's uh, it can be simplified as taking a reflective moment and focusing on the breath, focusing on the body becoming present. And a simple way to do that is just focusing on the breath, breathing in and out, being conscious of the breath as it enters and exits the body that helps to ground a person and bring them into the present moment. The thing with that is that our mind is so used to racing, right off the gate you'll notice your mind starting to go to your work day, problems at home, et cetera, et cetera, and you'll have to constantly keep catching yourself and bring yourself back to the present moment. So a few different tricks for that is uh, one is using affirmations or mantras, something that you repeat that will help to focus your mind, at least if it's not on the breath, the body, the present moment, at least it's on one particular idea, preferably a positive one. The goal is to to get yourself into, an, in, in a sense, an altered state where your subconscious guards are down. You're not rooted in the past when your mind is constantly thinking, oh, I'm a horrible person, or oh, uh, why do I have to work at this job? I wish I had a different job. Why do I struggle with these things? Why am I always going through these same types of relationships, et cetera, et cetera? You've got to pull yourself out of that, and the only way to do that is to go go within, you know, go into yourself, go into the body, go into the present moment. The goal is once you get yourself into that state, to start to plant seeds for the future or for the change that you want to see. So 
using this practice of meditation and getting into an altered state to plant seeds through visualization, which is imagining the thing that you want having already come true. And so in that moment, you're trying to picture, trying to imagine what it would feel like, what it would smell like, sound like, et cetera, to, you know, every detail that you possibly can. Because in that moment, you're tuning your your reality to the frequency of the thing that you want to attract. It makes a lot of sense when you think about how the mind works and how we tend to attract our reality at all at all times. And uh, I think that was the key for me, the realization that it's always working. It's just that we tend to be applying it unknowingly to recreate the past because that's all we that's all we have to think about. And if we're not careful about our mind wandering and racing, that's where it's going to that's where it tends to lead to the known, what we're familiar with, the questions we have about why we are the way we are, why we've experienced what we've experienced. But if you have no practice of taking the mind out of that loop, that habitual thinking, and then placing it on something in a creative way, it's like we have this power to create. We just don't use it consciously. We're using that power unknowingly to recreate the past. That's why we are who we are, because we're creating it. And we're creating it because it's what we've always experienced and known. So we're, we're essentially maintaining it without doing anything to change course. So the challenge and the goal is going to be to pick something. If you're on the call or if you're listening, I encourage everyone to follow the challenge with us. And that's to pick something or some things that you're going to focus on for the next 11 weeks and apply these tools of visualization and then we're going to come back and talk about what we experienced. I've been experimenting with meditation uh, a lot more lately and I chose this topic because I've seen the power that it can have and I started, I started to intuitively understand that we push our focus and our awareness towards something other than what we're usually habitually repeating, we start to expect that change. We start to look around for things that are in alignment with that new focus. And it's hard to resist and hard to avoid moving in that direction. It's just you have to create. It's almost like you have to open the portal. You have to create the space for the thing that you want to exist in your life because prior to wrapping your mind around a new idea, there's no space for that idea to exist in your life. It's so crowded by everything you've already known and already been through. And you, without creating that space, there, there, there will be no space. So I'm going to pick some things and hope everyone else is all right able to think of some things even if it's a small thing and I would I, I would actually encourage people to think of something they can follow this exercise along with but nothing so crazy that it would prevent them from actually believing in it and, and being able to apply the, the necessary effort and the energy but to pick a thing 
or a couple things that consistently throughout the next 11 weeks we're going to practice the meditation. And it's simple. Again, a lot of people, they think meditation is complicated. They think they need a manual. Um, There's a lot of guided meditations online. But the goal we're all trying to get to is coming into more of an awareness of ourselves in the present moment. And that can simply be done by breathing and focusing our attention on the body and the breath. And when that gets challenging, using mantras or affirmations can help guide us into into that focused awareness. And from within that state, you'll notice when you start to slip into a deeper state where you become a lot less aware of the body, it's almost like you're you're floating, you're in more of a, a heightened awareness um, state of consciousness. In this place, we can plant seeds and u- utilize that visualization to a much higher degree than if we're just going about our day and thinking, oh, it'd be nice to have that thing. You know, oh, I'd really like a new house. In that state, we're actually imagining that new house. We're imagining that new car, what it'd feel like to get in that car, what it would smell like, what type of car, what year, what color. We can see ourselves running our hand down the paint job, you know, that level of detail and and those specific things that we want and what it would, you know, be like to experience that thing. And so that we can come back in 11 weeks and we can talk about what we've all experienced if we feel that it that it's working, that we're starting to attract the thing that we're visual you know, visualizing. And uh together we can, you know, grow and share our experience. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much, uh Ray. We appreciate you talking about the subject tonight. Let me ask you a question. How long have you been using this technique that you're using, and has it been successful you, to you? Um, yeah, I think to some degrees. Um, I've just, so I've utilized it, but I haven't, um, how can I say, put it to its full power, you know, full use. I, I've, I've had a vision board in the past. One of the main things on that vision board was the Audi A7. I've I've always wanted a nice car. And when I've set my mind to which car specifically, it was the 2013 black exterior, black interior Audi A7. And I eventually got that car. So I had that car on a vision board for many, many months before I eventually got that car. So I was constantly being exposed to pictures of ideas of that car. I'd gone to the dealership. I've, I looked at the car, test drove the car. A lot of, in, in many ways, I brought that car into my reality far before I actually got the car. So, like I said, we, you'd be surprised – Many people, they're, they're using it already and don't even know. Most people, we're just recreating the past. But also some, you know, sometimes we see something we want, we really, really want it, we can't stop thinking about it, uh, we're doing the same thing. You know, we're utilizing visualization 
the goal with this challenge is to pick something consciously, specifically focus on that thing, and daily utilize that practice so that we can monitor the results. That's what I want to do with this uh, for myself as well as a little more focused and intensified approach, uh, uh, combining it with meditation. Because, again, like having a picture on a vision board is also visualization. You're constantly bringing it into your awareness. Having, for instance, a car on your background or something like that, and you're always seeing it thinking. Uh, but I think that's what takes it to the next level is if you, you know, you might have something as your wallpaper and you see it and you think, oh, that's a, that's a nice car. But you're not thinking, I can't wait till I have that car. I, I can't, you know, I'm imagining what it would feel like to drive that car, getting out of that car at work or, you know, with friends, what everyone's saying, how they're reacting. We got to be deliberate with this, the visualization and consistent because me personally, I want to be able to monitor the progress closely. I want to week by week, day by day, engage with, the visualization and looking looking for the results, and most importantly, to be able to talk about it in eleven months. So, I'm in eleven weeks. So there'll be that anticipation of eleven weeks from now, the changes that will have come from this visualization and the ability to share that, to talk about it, and knowing that that time's coming, allowing that to to have an effect on the visualization as well because we're creating something with anticipation of, you know, being held accountable when we have to talk about it in uh, in 11 weeks. Thank you, Ray. I know visualization and meditation works because, as you said, when you obtained your uh, dream car, you know, you called me and said, I got my car, I got my car. And uh, I thought it was fantastic that that uh, you did work so consistent and persistent in meditation and visualization to uh, obtain that car. And I'm sure you're going to do it again with your next car in the future, right? Absolutely. Because I know that visualization and meditation works. I've done it a number of times in my lifetime and very successful in obtaining and uh, receiving what I visualize in, in the process of, you know, the journey of self-discovery. I appreciate that uh, presentation very much, Ray. Thanks a lot. Jody, you on line, yep. buddy? On uh, in your uh, military experience, um, did you have an opportunity to uh, visualize, or did you have a cha- uh, challenge in meditating when you were 20 years or so that you were in the military? Um, I think back then I didn't really know a whole lot about this type of stuff, so I don't think visualization was really much of in my training, but, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, 
Ray covered a lot of really good stuff in that in that talk, and I think we underestimate like the power of our imagination. There's that saying too. It says, "Careful what you wish for," you know. But mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of things where visualization can play a part, and it, it helps to like reprogram that past program conditioning. Ray mentioned, you know, meditations and affirmations, and a lot of that goes into. He's talked about Joe Dispenza. And, you know, I think the how it really works is really not important. It's just the fact that it does work. And, you know, once we can slow our brain waves down and, like, kind of start to program that, it'll you'll see it in your, like, your everyday life. And I think he talks about a lot of different things where he basically proved that it worked, where he talked about, like, people would physically practice the piano and then there's other people that wouldn't even touch the keyboard they wouldn't move their you know fingers or anything and they would just imagine themselves doing that and it was amazing the results that just imagining yourself doing that really did and i've been through some other training too where they would they would talk about visualizing instead of actually trying to find that place to practice, um, you see it when, uh, like, downhill skiers, I did that for when I was younger, and things like that, where they'll just say, like, visualize what you're doing, and, and basically practice what, all the different motions you're going to do, what you're looking for, because when you're doing high-speed stuff like that, there's so many different things you got to focus on all at once, and if you can visualize it enough times, you start to program them, and all those things will just happen automatically. So when you go to do it for real, you'll be doing things that you didn't even realize that you only practiced in your mind, and it has such a profound result, and you can do it sitting at home in your chair. So it's a, I think it's a really good challenge, Ray, and uh, I look forward to seeing the results also. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much, uh Jody, appreciate your uh, input there. I, like I said earlier, I know that uh, visualization and meditation works. I've done it for several years now, and uh, I've been very successful at obtaining the uh, results that I've been fo- focused on in in that process. A good thing to consider, too, is uh, using the three-step method of the Discover It method, you know, identify, confront, and become proactive. If you know what you have an idea of what you want and you you identify how to get it and go about confronting it and making a decision to do that meditation, it's like focusing whatever you focus on, you're going to draw to you. And uh, I appreciate the uh, presentation tonight. Ray and Jody, the input that you uh, gave us this evening. Anybody else want to say anything before we get off the uh, conference call this evening? All right, gang, we really appreciate the participation. And uh, next Thursday night, 730, call in at uh, 518-992-1035. Access code number is... 655145. Ask your friends, your relatives, and your enemies to be on 
at 7.30 next Thursday night. You all be real.